Hello, everybody, and welcome to the PK Podcast. We'll be recapping everything that happened in week two for Iowa High School Football Class 5A. Let's dive into it. Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing great. Thank you for tuning in. Um, it was a great week, too. We'll be uh, t- we'll be diving into those headlines. But first off, just want to say thank you for tuning in to the episode. Um, overall, some some pretty good headlines this week. We saw a nice rivalry, rivalry game between Ankeny and Ankeny Centennial. We saw Southeast Pope just continue to state that they're the dominant team. We saw Smolik lay someone out. Um, we've also learned some stuff out east as well. So let's dive into it. First, I'll mention some of the big headlines I will go over is Aaron. Uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce the last name because I'll butcher it. Uh, but he went off. Uh, he's from Des Moines North. He had 300 plus yards and three touchdowns against Des Moines East. And Des Moines North's Two and one for the first time in a while, I believe. So that's a uh, that's great for them. I'm happy to see that they're they're going. They have some legit prospects on that team. A couple of uh, David Co- uh, Cocker is easily the the one to highlight. Um, Abu Sama is a has literally taken five A by storm so far. He's got six touchdowns, rushing touchdowns in two games. He runs so hard; it's a, it's unbelievable. Uh, it's really hard for teams to. Uh, tackle him so far throughout the season cedar falls defense hasn't allowed a point yet this season uh two weeks in take that stat as you want it they shut out johnston which honestly i think that's become more impressive i ranked them top 10 i I didn't think i'd be ranking them top 10 but they really took it to urbandale um i'm assuming they're still without kai black if they aren't then that's just a statement win for the dragons and then uh, they beat, they whooped Waterloo West fifty-seven to zero. So we, we, you can take that with a grain of salt. It's two weeks in, but their defense looks good. They're led by Drew Campbell, Jack Campbell's brother. Uh, don't want to just mention him as Jack Campbell's brother because he's a legit defensive lineman. But just so people understand how good he could possibly be, Walker Tart from Dubuque Seniors leading five A in receiving yards. Uh, that's so far. The stats might have updated. Uh, by the time this comes out um but yeah those are the big headlines i talk about so uh just to like start off this episode but here's how this is gonna work we're gonna i'm gonna talk about every single game that happened in class 5a Uh, i'll be going through each score first i'll just say the each score for each game and then we'll go chronologically down uh each game and talk about the big headlines so let's start talking about um these these uh scores so first we got davenport west beating davenport north 20 to 13 uh at davenport brady state 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 stadium Ugh. um johnston takes it to urbandale 24 to 7 they do that at home. Game was at 5.30 due to weather concerns. Ankeny 
wins the the Hawk Jag rivalry. 17 to 10, low scoring game. Defenses showed out. Kennedy, 34 zip against Bettendorf. On the road as well, the Cougars are rolling through week two. Dubuque Hempstead versus Pleasant Valley. Pleasant Valley is that team out east right now. They dominate 42 to zero against Dubuque Hempstead. Denison Schleswig, hopefully I said that right. They defeat the 5A opponent, Council Bluffs Lincoln, 22-7. Ames, Fort Dodge, possibly one of the best games of the week. Dallas Saucer continues to pass for an insane amount of yards. Jamison Poe has a field day as well. They get the dub on the road against Fort Dodge, who they, they have struggled against in recent years. They win 36-32. to the Little Cyclones are 2-0. Des Moines-Roosevelt versus Waukee rematch of the game that happened last year that everyone is freaking out about because the Des Moines school finally beat a suburb school. This time, Waukee takes it to them. 31-13 at Drake Stadium. Waukee's 1-1. One one. Honestly, they have, they look pretty good so far. They, they made Ankeny look a little weak. Um, and then uh, Roosevelt... They took it to them, 31-13. Iowa City West versus Muscatine. Iowa City West wins this one, 42-21. This really wasn't that big of a, like, there's nothing really that crazy about this game. Ty Kozad from Muscatine ended up rushing for 200-plus yards and three touchdowns, but it wasn't enough. Jack Wallace and co. Uh, are able to get the win, and... Move to 1-1 one one on the season. Marshalltown versus Waterloo East. Marshalltown bounces back from the loss against Ames. They win 31-6. Des Moines North winning 46-14. They're 2-1 to start the season. And their one loss is a week zero game against DCG. So we don't even know if that'll count. They win 46-14. Aaron goes off. And the next game, Dowling versus Waukee Northwest. Waukee Northwest has to go through a gauntlet to start the year. But Dow- they, they're still a formidable opponent, but Dowling takes it to them 45-19. They are looking, the Maroons look good. They looked really good this game. Rashad Davis and Jackson Smolik and CJ Phillip and that wide receiving core. They're going to be fun to watch. Valley versus Southeast Polk at Valley Stadium the second time in a row. Southeast Polk is playing at Valley. They win 24-7. Southeast Polk has beat Valley, I think, three straight years now. They're looking like a dominant powerhouse in Iowa. The Rams continue to roll. Dubuque Senior versus Prairie at Prairie Stadium. Prairie and Dubuque Senior are close at half, but Prairie... Goes crazy in the second half. They end up winning a 40-20. Walker Tart has a big game. But other than that, Mikel Taylor was able to run the show for the Prairie Hawks. Iowa City I dominate Cedar Rapids Jefferson 77-0. Both Keeters, Ben Keeter and Sam Keeter, scored a touchdown. Um, this is just kind of a, a blah. Not much to talk about there. Iowa City Liberty. Versus Linmar, Liberty continues 
their role against 5A teams are 2-0. 25 to 14, Liberty gets a dub. Graham Beckham is legit, people. Cedar Falls dominates Waterloo West 57 to 0 at Memorial Stadium. Are the Tigers legit again? I mean, they took a year break about Norwalk versus Des Moines Lincoln 45 to 0. They dominate the rail splitters. And then the last one, Atumwa versus Fairfield. Atumwa wins 22-16. And I forgot Sioux City East beat Sioux City North, but they don't have a score posted up. And it's Sunday. Yikes. All right. That wraps up all the 5A games. All right. That was a lot. That was a lot. It was the first time doing it. So I think I crushed it low-key. But let's uh, just go Cronpod. We're Cronpod out here. Let's talk about... Each game individually starting with Davenport West getting the dub against Davenport North. Davenport West is 2-0. They beat Clinton 20-14 during week one. They don't have stats in yet, so I can't really talk about that. Um, I do notice Nolan Mosier. Uh, he threw for 235 yards, two touchdowns. He threw a pick, and he also rushed for 49 yards. So he did. He handled it. Um other than that, though, this game, I mean, Davenport North, did, that's they're struggling early. Uh, I thought they'd be a little bit better. They got a three-year starting varsity quarterback in Nolan Mosier. But the defense is obviously, obviously, uh, obviously taking a hit with Dominic Wiseman leaving and some others. So uh, maybe I overestimated. I mean, I underestimated what they were losing. Davenport West, on the other hand, 2-0. That's kind of surprising. We'll see if that's, I mean, looking at their schedule, their upcoming schedule, they've got Waterloo West, winnable game. Um, Davenport Central, that's definitely winnable. They could be 3-1. and one. Uh, Hempstead, probably see Hempstead winning that. Senior, senior winning that. Kennedy, yeah, I get they, they run a gauntlet towards, towards the middle part of the schedule. So we'll have to see if they can keep that up. I, I don't think they'll be able to, but... You, hey, you never know. Moving on to the next game, Johnston. Um, they they got the win, twenty four to seven, twenty one points in the third quarter for the Dragons. Uh, Urbandale only got points on the board in the second quarter. Interesting. That's an interesting um interesting game. Urbandale is the weirdest team ever, man. They just. They just are weird. They have D one athletes, and they just can't get can't get going. That being said, I believe Kai Black wasn't playing, but Cole Guard was legit. Man, looking at his stats, are not he had twelve tackles in two sacks and four TFLs in this game. He deserves some offers, man. Rotting out struggled. He threw two picks his senior season as it started off the best. Um, I believe he threw he has four picks and two touchdowns on the year. Um, 164 yards passing. Uh, Rushing-wise, the team wasn't able to do anything. Um, this offense is kind of one-dimensional. I think if you take Kai Black out of that equation, you're going to have some problems because they don't have a running back, to my knowledge, that's explosive enough to get it done at the varsity level. Um, kind of a spread-out game receiving-wise. Charles Cook has four receptions. Kai, Oh, Kai Black played. Kai Black did play. So that definitely... Changes my view on that. Um, Johnson, wow. 
Um, Caden Arndt, he's a senior. He had 52 yards on the year, I mean, on the game as well. So he had a pretty decent game. As for tackles or defense, uh, Garwood is legit. College coaches need to start offering. He probably does. He just doesn't post them, maybe. But he had 12 tackles, 10 solo this game, 4 TFLs, and 2 sacks. Yeah, and then he is legit, man. He's good. Um, Moving on to Johnson. Johnson, Will Nuss played QB this game. I believe Brodus, Brodus started. And uh, Nuss threw for 203 yards. 203 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions. Um, yeah, that's that's how interesting to see Nuss, man. He's playing QB for them. I heard there was a tight QB battle during the offseason, so it's cool to see that. Rushing-wise, both these teams going to do anything. Um, Jacob Simpson has almost an 100-yard game. I'm really hyped to see how he does. Rex Woodley is a 90-yard touchdown. And um, pretty balanced effort defensively. No one... Stole the show. Um, Taylor Proctor at a pick and Josh Kerber at a pick. Hope I'm saying those names right. So yeah, that, I mean Johnson really takes it to them. On um, we'll have to see. I really think Johnson can kind of be that team. And they break a two-game losing streak against Urbanville. Um, moving on to the next game, the Cy. I almost said Cyhawk, but Ankeny. Here's Anthony Centennial game, the Jaghawk rivalry. Um, pretty exciting game. Came down to the last possession. But, um, I mean, Centennial's offense, they just aren't there. I don't see how they're going to be able to beat these top two teams with this offense. Ankeny lost, I think, eight starters on defense. Replaced one of them with a D1 safety, so you can argue. But, um their their defense isn't as good as last year and only putting up 10 they put up less than last year with like honestly I think they have pretty similar talent to last year maybe uh, Peyton Good is probably the better QB but other than that I mean progressed over their defense is really good Centennial's defense top five probably in the state um they got some dudes um Bo Gerke had seven tackles. I know Taggart's really good. Um, Easton Miller looked good this game. I know Brody Taggart uh, is always really good too. Um, but overall, I mean, they just need to put up points. Uh, in this game, they just never – they threatened once when they kind of ran up, just ran it down their throats. But if you get ahead on Centennial, they're stuck, it feels like. Um, as for Ankeny, JJ, after a really rough week one game, he came out, I wouldn't say he balled out, he did what he needed to do, threw for 212 yards and a touchdown with a 65% completion percentage, I'll live with that, if I'm, if I'm Ankeny, I'll live with that, because he's got stars that can carry the load for him, he's got Jamison Patton, obviously we all know he's really good, and then Jason Williams, Kind of underrated. He didn't have the best game, 67 yards on 17 carries. He's still a threat. You have to game plan for him. Um, and then we saw Jameson have a really good game receiving-wise, 118 yards. Um, yeah, this team's this team's still legit. 
Um, I, I worry about their defense, specifically kind of D-line, maybe linebackers, but I they proved that they can handle it. I think their defense hasn't, like, blown any games yet. We'll have to see Dowling versus Southeast Polk. I mean, Dowling and Southeast Polk coming up on their schedule. I think those games will be shootouts. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I just think, I mean, it, at the end of the day, you got to put up points, and Centennial has not put up points for about two years now, and they've been kind of that middle-of-the-pack team. Uh, I think once if they've got the athletes to run a spread offense, that would be nasty. But um, it's whatever. They're still a good team. Um, moving on to the next thing, we got Bettendorf versus Cedar Rapids Kennedy. Kennedy dominated this game. Um, I'm interested in Kennedy. I wasn't interested at the beginning of the year. I had them as a team to watch. Now they're seventh, I believe, in my poll. Um, they have a sophomore starting quarterback, Vin- Vincino. Gianforte, I don't know if that's even close to right. He threw a for 115 yards and touched on this game. I'm not worried about the quarterback um, situation because Kennedy, they live with running the ball. And Trevor Scott ran for 100 yards this game. That's how they're going to win games. Looks like they had some rushing touchdowns this game. And then um, Cyrus Courtney had a good game receiving, 77 yards. Um, Jordan Twitty caught a touchdown. But this defense is really good. I actually think this is probably a top five defense as well, along with Centennial. Um, Asher Smith is a name to know. Michael Mohiran, Riker Stelling. Those guys all had nine-plus tackle, nine tackles. That is nuts. Um, Fourteen and a half tackles for loss this game. What? Andrew Myers with three. Asher Smith with two and a half. Riker Stelling with two, Dominic Mann with a half, point half, Michael Mohirna four, and Caden Centers with one. Wow. Okay. As for Bettendorf, I'm, I'm checked out, man. I haven't, like, this team doesn't have Charlie Zimmerman, 102 yards, two picks. They just don't have an offense. They're similar to Centennial, but I'd say they just uh, have less probably a worse offense than Centennial. Um, they haven't really had a potent one in a while since Harrison Baybuy and those guys were there. Um, Aiden Maurer had 14 tackles for them. So that's a plus, I guess. But 34 zip, these are teams that they're supposed to compete with, and they really haven't yet this year. Um, moving on. Or, sorry, let me... Kennedy, they will be playing... Um, let's see, Marion next. Oh, wait, no, that's a previous season game. They'll be playing Sierra Rapids, Washington. I probably have Kennedy. I have Kennedy in that game. Um, then they play Jefferson. They they have a real chance to at least go 7-2. 6-3 is a 4. Um, so, yeah, Kennedy's going to be around there for that playoff combo. Uh, Hempstead versus Pleasant Valley. I mean, no stats are in for this game. That's nuts. It's Sunday night. But, hey, PV dominates once again. They're the team that everyone should know. It was 14-0 to at half, so it wasn't like a out-of-reach game. No one cares, but it was definitely not a like an easy... I mean, it was definitely not a nail-biter. 28 points out of halftime. They scored 28 points in the third quarter. 
Um, that sounds about right. Probably Hempstead probably got a word down after that much running the football. PV's a great team, and they're I I doubt them against Central Iowa Talent, but against Eastern Iowa Talent right now, they are no doubt the best team in that area of the state. Um, Constable Lincoln versus Denison Schleswig. I thought Constable Lincoln was better than that. I picked them to win. Looks looks like they were not. Um, Jackson Hildebrand of Denison Schleswig. 125 yards and two touchdowns. Good for that, man. Um, but overall, I mean, one and one, one and one. I mean, Council of Lincoln's one and one. Denison Schleswig's one and one. Two and one for Council of Lincoln. Next game, they play Sioux City West. Then they play Dowling. No, no, this. I really don't see them making, not even flirting with the playoffs. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see. They, maybe they shock me. All right, here's one of the most exciting games that I'm going to talk about. Oh, my God. What? Jameson Poe at 117 yards receiving? Bro, what? I didn't even know that. I thought he just had 200-plus yards on the ground. That's nuts. Um, Dallas Saucer almost threw for 400 yards. And let's see. Jameson Poe, 206 yards, three touchdowns. That is nuts. I'm going to have to look at those highlights. Um, Jalen Loof didn't have like an insane game, but he had a touchdown still. I'm worried about the defense frame still. I think this is a team that can make the playoffs. Jeez, they didn't have a single tackle for loss, or is that stat just not in yet? Um, I think this team can make the playoffs. I, I thought that last year, and then they lost to um, Johnston. But let's see. They, City High, I'm going to say they're going to lose. East, they'll win. Sioux City North, they'll win. They'll be 4-1, 5-1. Five and two. Six and two. Six and three four. If they go chalk. Yeah, I this team could definitely make the playoffs. Six and three record. The opponent record will be kinda iffy, but I think they'll be fine. Yeah, Saucer's legit. Uh how many yards does he have up right now? Uh he threw for like three hundred last game. I'm looking at that. Seven hundred and fifty two yards. Um, and seven touchdowns. He's got four picks. We know he's kind of a slinger. He doesn't really... Picks are going to happen with him. Um, I just... They have three tackle for losses on the season. Like, that's not going to cut it in the playoffs. But um, they're explosive offense. Probably one of the more explosive offense in the state. So, yeah, they're 2-0. and Props to the little Cyclones. Um, I, I like them right now. Waukee versus Des Moines-Roosevelt. The rematch of what happened last year, Waukee does end up getting the dub. It was ten to six at halftime. Then they pulled away, kind of, and became twenty four to um, four, thirteen. And then um, they scored again in the fourth quarter. Waukee did. Um, this freshman Beckett ba- Baker, I'm assuming it's Baker, maybe it's Backer. Um, he had one hundred twenty two yards um, and two touchdowns, I believe. Props to him, Nile Eddie. He had a touchdown. He had a nice little, like, I think it was a screen pass that went for a touchdown. Um, Waukee has kind of surprised me. 
They haven't looked honestly awful. Their offense is meh, but like their defense has looked good. I mean, 13 points against Roosevelt, and then they had Ankeny kind of stressing for a little bit. Malachi Kirby is a guy to watch. Um, he's a sophomore. He's an offer to Iowa State already. He had a sack. Um, let's see. Let's see. Anything else? No. All right. On to the next game. Um, Muskie team versus Iowa City West. Uh, Jack Wallace, two touchdowns, 153 yards. Devontae Morris, 127 yards rushing, three touchdowns. And Christian Janus, 73 yards and a touchdown. Uh, eight tackles and four tackles for last for Ashton Hunro. These are all Iowa City West players, by the way. So, yeah, uh, good. Great performance for them. Uh, nice win. Defense started to fall off a little bit. I don't see the like quarter-by-quarter score, but I believe that the touchdowns came in the second half for Muscatine. Ty Kozad has a good game, 239 yards and three touchdowns, so props to him. On to the next game. Oh, Iowa City West, they're 1-1 one one now. I'll, I'll talk about their upcoming. I mean, they've, they've got a real shot to make the playoffs as well. Um, they kind of have a brutal Eastern Iowa schedule, so I want to say they're in lock yet marshalltown versus waterloo east marshalltown dominates dylan hudson has four touchdowns i believe which is yeah he's that guy i actually really like um he's he's talented he's i gotta watch two tutties passing two tutties i mean rushing all right yeah marshalltown hey one and one um they honestly close game no not close game my bad Decent game against Marshalltown. They got turnovers. They just can't, didn't capitalize. So they were one on one. Uh, Des Moines North versus Des Moines East. Des Moines North gets the win. Beats Des Moines East for the first time in 13 years. Since the varsity bound era, I believe. So Aaron uh, Gonk. Aaron, please to God tell me I'm saying that right. He had 302 yards, four touchdowns. He had 21 receiving yards as well. Yeah, that's an insane game. That's probably one of the most prolific games we've seen yet. Um, on defense, we saw Zach Zeke, eight and a half tackles. Let's see how Dave, how many, David had four tackles, two and a half for loss. So, yeah, he's always going to get those tackles for loss. He has a real shot to lead the state in tackles for loss this year. But, yeah, props to Moyne North. They're 2-0. and oh. Listen, they've got Sioux City North coming up. That should be a win, 3-0. Waterloo East, 4-0. and oh. Five, Like, could this team legit actually be 6-0 and oh, coming into Roosevelt at North? And then they got Ankeny, they'll lose. Atoma, we don't know really yet. And Marshalltown, they'll probably lose. Six and three? That's nuts. That's nuts. I would not think Des Moines North could be a playoff team, but hey, they're two and one already. Walking Northwest versus Dowling. Walking Northwest, I mean, offense is just not really there yet. They scored 14 points in the fourth quarter. They did get a safety props to the defense. Um... 
As for Dowling, they look potent still. Uh, Smolik was throwing some dots, and he has a pretty good. He had a pretty amazing run. He trucked over a kid. Um, and then Rashad Davis, nine yards, two touchdowns. He's a sophomore. I think he's the best sophomore running back right now, besides Jameson Poe, maybe. And I don't know, Rashad Davis, maybe in the Ames offense, would put up like 200 as well. Um, I think real raw talent. He's probably the best sophomore running back right now. Um, is pairing him with that dying line, I think people are going to realize how good he is. And then, um, as for Cooper Nicholson, 101 yards and a touchdown for him. All right. Um, tackles 12 and a half for uh, Owen Clender, so get props to him. 12 and a half tackles. All right. Let's move on to the next game. Dowling versus, I mean, uh, Southeast Polk versus Valley. Um, let's see. Valley, I mean, I'm not going to be, they tried their best. I mean, they're without Xavier Robinson, so I can't really fault them that much. But, uh, yeah, Abu Sama's a legit two touchdowns. He is six total on the year already, 126 yards this game. Moberly's looked good. He's looked serviceable so far. He had, he's a playmaker. I like him out for Southeast Polk. And then um, as for Valley, offensive-wise, Aiden Price, seven receptions for 94 yards and a touchdown. Um, and Tristan Irvin, 11 and a half tackles for him. One, at, one for loss. Uh, this Southeast Polk defense is legit. I think they should be talked about a little bit more. I think people thought with X leaving that they would be, like, worse. They're honestly, like, still as good as they were. They just maybe don't have the playmaking ability that they used to have with uh, Xavier. But Javin Woods is, like, the one of the top defense linemen in the state. Cole Rogers has looked amazing. He hits two picks on the year already. Obal that I believe knows. Maybe they moved him. He played those last year. He, he's been, he's a great player, and then they got Caleb Chubar and Mason Vandenbrick, and you can throw in KP there as well sometimes, so they should be talked about a lot, they're 2-0, and uh, they got, who do they got next, who do they have next, bro, what, who do they have next, no, they do they have a buy or something? What? Why am I not? Do they like not have a game? I see Dowling Valley Ankeny, and Ankeny plays Dowling next. Uh well, oh. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They're missing like two games on their actual schedule. That's weird. Uh, whatever. Um. So yeah, Southeast Polk dominant. We know this. Um. Moving on to Prairie. We're on the last one, two, three, four, five, six games. All right. Um, Dubuque Senior. They honestly, I thought they were going to win this game. I thought Prairie, after seeing what happened to them against PV, uh, I could, I thought they were going to lose. But, hey, I mean, they really showed out in the, in the fourth and third quarter. 13 points in each. 
Um, let's see. Kel Sullivan, three, four touchdowns, I believe. Mikel Taylor, 183 yards. Jeez. Uh, Walker Tart went off this game. Seven receptions, 149 yards, and three touchdowns. Jack Simon, I believe. He's looked pretty good. Uh, yeah, no interceptions this game. He's looked pretty good so far. Um, but yeah, 40 to 20, Prairie Deets a dub. Prairie, I mean, they're good, man. They're still going to be good. I have them ranked 10th, I believe. They're kind of up for grabs. I don't know if they're the 10th team exactly. They've got Cedar Falls coming up, so we'll see. They play at the Dome, which sucks for them. Um, moving on, Iowa City, I will just literally 77-0. Iowa City, I wins 1-1 one one on the season. Uh, Keter, four TFLs this game. That's about it for that game. They move on to play Ames next week. Linmar versus Iowa City Liberty. I'm, I really like Iowa City Liberty. They're really good. I think they're honestly like private level comp. 326 yards, two touchdowns. I think three touchdowns, actually. Um, and, uh, yeah, they for Lenmar, I mean, not much to talk about on the stat sheet. They're physical. They're, they're still going to be good. I just don't know if they're going to be legit in the East because it's kind of a kind of a loaded deep area of the of the state just the top two talent isn't as good as central iowa um cedar falls again we'll briefly go over 57 to 0 uh drake gallas has three touchdowns um drew campbell has attacked for loss in this game i mean cedar falls looks pretty bent on rushing the ball 274 yards this game they don't really pass the ball they don't have a real a really good quarterback this year but We'll see how far that can get them. It is Waterloo West. We don't know if that's like a real game plan for them or not. As for Norwalk versus Des Moines Lincoln, Landon Hutchstein has a good four touchdown performance. Other than that, Lincoln lost a lot last year. They're going to struggle this year. Norwalk moves to 2 0 in the last game in 5A. That has stats Atumwa versus Fairfield. They Atumwa is two and all in the season. There they beat Fairfield. Um, Tumwa, I mean, I know they play not like top tier talent. They play Roosevelt. They'll probably lose Burlington. They'll probably lose Prairie. They'll probably lose Jefferson. They'll probably win. Tough kind of schedule. I think they could be maybe three and six, four and five. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm impressed that they beat the first two teams. So props to them. Um. And then the last game, Sioux City East versus Sioux City North. There's no, there's, I don't see a score, but I see stats. Um, let's see, score, points scored. Is that just like a? It's kind of annoying that there's no, there's no score. Um, but Cole Ritchie is a really good game. Um, and other than that, not much to talk about. Um, wow, three touchdowns or touchdown. How good of a game was this? I wish I knew. Um, sadly, so it looks like four twenty-eight, twenty-eight to. Okay, what? Did Sioux City North beat them? I'm gonna sound like an idiot on this podcast if that if that is true. Um, hold on, Sioux City East. They won. 
So what? Why does it say they had like six touchdowns on the stat sheet? It says Susie Norris has six touchdowns. What was the score? 28. 28 to 2? Look, okay, Vars. I mean, Brown's kind of tripping right now. Apparently, our coach entered in the stats completely wrong. But, um, yeah, Susie Ace won 28 to 2. So, regard everything I said. I mean, disregard everything I said. So, that was the week. Uh, week two for class 5A. Um, Prediction-wise, I think I did kind of average again. Not liking that so far. I'm struggling with some predictions this year. Um, let me look at my predictions real quick. So I had Kennedy beating Bettendorf, so I got that right. Yeah, I'm going to make sure I track this because I need to for next week. Um... So, Kennedy, right. Council of Lincoln, wrong. Davenport and Harf, wrong. Des Moines East, wrong. Ames, right. Waukee, right. PV, right. Sioux City East, right. Obviously, West, right. Urbandale, wrong. Ankeny, right. Dowling, right. Southeast Pope, right. Obviously, High, right. I see Liberty, right. Dubuque Senior, wrong. Marshalltown, right. False. Norwalk. So I went 14 and 6. Not good. Um, but hey, there's always next week, right? Um, yep, that will basically conclude this week's episode for 5A Football. Tried to keep it under 40 minutes, so to be kind of time sensitive. But thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow Bound Iowa to keep track of my weekly, I mean daily content for football there. And other than that, for next week, I mean, we got some fun games. Inkney versus Dowling is one off the top of my head, so we'll be able to talk about that next week. Um, so that'll wrap up the episode. Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys have a great day. Peace out.